You're with Shirley, that radio chick. Welcome to the Still Rocking It podcast, where we'll have news, reviews and interviews with some of our favourite Australian musicians and artists. Today we have a chat with Erwin Thomas Whitridge, also known as Jack Jones from the Southern Suns, Electric Mary, She Said Yes, Armit Zappa and the John Farnham Band. What's he up to at the moment? Let's find out. You're with Cheryl Lee, that radio chick, and I'd like you to welcome to a chat today, Erwin Thomas Whitridge. Do you know who I'm talking about? The one and only Jack Jones. Hi, Jack. Hello there. How are you? Good, thank you. Well, I'm very excited because you and a couple of your rowdy friends are coming to Adelaide very shortly, which we'll talk about in a little minute. First, your dad is a stage performer, a Broadway performer, and mum was an Australian folk singer and dancer, so you come from a pretty talented family. Was there any other option other than to become an entertainer yourself, Jack? I don't know. I think it was always you could look at that and say that it was pretty um ordained. Kind of set in <laughs> set in stone. Yeah. You know, I would, I always had the freedom to do anything that I wanted, but I but I was just always drawn to music and I always found it a good source of release and comfort. And you know, it was something that I was very passionate about. So I could do it for hours and hours and hours on end without tiring of it. So I guess you put all those things together in it, you know, but I did have a a very good, very encouraging environment. My mother's always been my biggest fan. She still tries to make it to every show that I do that she can get to. So good on her. It's like that saying, if you're passionate about what you do, you never work a day in your life. So that sounds like you. And I think it was in your genes by the sound of it. Have you ever thought about what you actually would do? if you weren't involved in music? <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, I guess uh, I guess I've never really had to, I suppose. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you know, I like people, so I guess I would probably do something that involved me being um, in communication or something like that. But um, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> no plan B. Well, that's good because that makes yeah. sure that you succeed at plan A. Exactly. That's right. I'm interested to find out what do you listen to Jack, when you're alone in your car? Uh, you know what? At the moment, I'm learning songs of Ray Thistlethwaite, Russell Morris and Daryl Braithwaite. Uh, I think about that. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm learning at the moment. That's what I'm doing because, you know, we've got this, these shows coming up. You know, everyone's learning each other's uh, material. material. So at the moment, that's what I'm, I'm listening to. But uh, other times, it kind of varies, I suppose. You know, I'll lis- listen to everything from Johnny Cash to Jody Mitchell and, you know, to Queens of the Stone Age and Clutch or, you know, Radiohead to, to Elbow. So I have, a, I have a pretty broad palette when it comes to listening to music. You know, I'll listen to Coltrane or Ray Charles or Charlie Parker. You know, it's, uh, yeah. it doesn't really matter to me. I just love music. At the moment, my current <laughs> playlist, is the hiss of Daryl Braithwaite, Russell Morris, and Ray Thistlethwaite. That's a very good segue, thanks, Jack, because that brings us to the fabulous yeah. Caprettos. Can you tell me where did that name come from, the fabulous Caprettos? Um, I believe legend has it that it comes from a conversation that Russell Morris had with uh, Billy Thorpe. 
Oh, really? But I don't know the details of that conversation. I believe, as legend has it, where that, that name came from. But the concept arose about maybe five years ago. Yeah. Uh, Russell and I were backstage. We occasionally do these, uh, it's like an homage to the Beatles, I suppose. And Russell and I were just was chatting away and he said that he and uh, Robert Rigby had been talking about, you know, the idea of, I guess they, at the time they called it like a super group, I suppose. But, you know, putting some artists together. I mean, it's exciting for me because... Russell and I obviously spoke about it a lot. I pretty much said yes straight away. Like, But since then, Russell and I have written a couple of songs and I've produced them and they're going out with our program. So we're all singing on a couple of songs. And I guess it's kind of like a, I mean, if you had to liken it to something, I suppose it's a bit like a traveling little piece. Kind of. yeah. yeah, which is exciting for me. You know, it's normally with these kinds of shows, you know, people just get on and play their own stuff and then leave. But this is different. I mean, we're all on stage together playing each other's material. So it's kind of fun like that. It's um, going to be fabulous. What a concept. Because you're right, usually with these sorts of shows, each person plays their own. And you might come together at the end or for an encore for two, maybe three songs. But you guys are going to be on stage together the whole time. So I think it's going to be a blast. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to playing these guys' songs too. Like, it's a bit of a treat for me to be able to do that. So I'm looking forward to it. I get to play a few solos and, yeah, it's going to be fun. We in Adelaide are your first port of call, your very first show. I think you've got 14 dates on your tour and we're number one here. <laughs> Correct, Mundo. Yeah, 21st of May. We'll see you down the front because I'll be there. I'm reviewing Woo-hoo! the show, actually, for the Tour at Times. So I'll give you a wave. Lovely. <laughs> Excellent. I look forward to it. Russell and I wrote a couple of songs together and they will be included with uh, the program. For people that buy the program, you'll get this thing called a CD. Um, a what? <laughs> yeah, and there's a, there's this thing called a CD player that you stick it in and you listen to music. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's probably a pretty good chance it will play those songs too, I'd say. Excellent. It's going to be fun. Let's have a quick song, shall we? How about Heart in Danger from the Southern Suns? The guys might play this one for you. You're with Cheryl Lee, that radio chick. Back to chat more with Jack Jones right after this. When I was having a little look, doing my research, I didn't know this, and I don't know how I didn't know this. Were you a member of one of my favourites, Electric Mary? I was a founding member. I'm As sad. a matter of fact, if it wasn't for me, that band wouldn't even have its name. But, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love Electric Mary, and I must have come into the picture a little bit later, perhaps. No, I think, it, you know, it's not something that's widely spoken about, I guess. But, yeah, Rusty and I were in America. I was doing shows there, and Rusty was playing in my band at the time. And we'd written a bunch of songs together for an album that I made called The Evolution of Merlin Thomas. And we were playing some showcase gigs in New York and through a girl by the name of Michelle Caputo, who worked at our record company at the time, we were invited to uh, go for a tour at Electric Lady Studios. And of course, I was like, yes, I'd love to go. And of course, Rusty felt the same way. We went down there and Mary Campbell, the person that was running that studio at the time, asked us to sign the wall, which of course we did. She then um, proceeded to give us her card. Her email address was Electric Mary. <laughs> Electric Mary at Electric Lady Studios or whatever. So that's where the band's name was born. And, uh, and the rest is history. Yes. Yeah. 
Do you catch up with the guys? Um, I, yeah, I still speak with Rusty and I still speak with Woody and I see Pete from time to time. Uh, you know, Pete works with Russell. Yes, he does. And I haven't seen Alex for a while. I think he moved into state and stuff. But, you know, yeah, I'm still on good terms with the guys. And you've also collaborated with another favourite who's been very lucky to play with you, John Farnham. That was a great time for me. I mean, that was hard to believe that that was like 30 years ago. I know. Um, yeah, I absolutely loved my time with John. It was a pretty high place to enter. For a young lad. Yeah, <laughs> but it was a dream and it, and it came true. And I'm always uh, I'm always very thankful for the time that I spent in with those boys in, in that band. It was a it was an absolutely amazing time. It was it was absolutely wonderful. You would have learned a lot from such a mm. great seasoned performer as well. Yeah, 100%. I guess, you know, everyone's COVID year was a kind of, was a pretty crazy year. My friend Reggie and I, uh, Reggie P. Bowman from Southern Suns, we decided to make, you know, as much lemonade that year as we could. And we wrote 35 songs together. Wow. Yeah. And I also produced a band called the Bloomvilles, which is a great sort of country folk act from Sydney. They're a great little band. Melinda Jackson is the singer and Joseph Colorado is sort of multi-instrumentalist. And yeah, you know, I played a bit of guitar, played some bass and sang and their next single is coming out very soon and it's called Real This Time and it's a duet that Mel and I do together. But also, you know, worked with a guy named Pete Drummond, collaborated on a um, pretty crazy track of his and also collaborated with the Wolf Brothers on a, on a song that I think is going to come out at some stage. Yeah. So, you know, we tried to make the most of that time and I think the fruits of that year are going to start to show. So it's a pretty exciting year ahead. But, um, you know, provided things go well and can keep working, I'm pretty excited about what's coming up. Well, you certainly didn't sit on your laurels. And like you say, when you get lemons, make lemonade, and it sounds like you certainly did. We're still navigating our way through the new COVID landscape. It's a bit tricky to make too many plans in advance, but have you got anything planned that you can share with us for after the fabulous Cabretto's tour? I guess there's going to be some new releases from me, solo offerings. There's going to be some Jack Jones material and some Erwin Thomas material by the end of the year for sure. There's also a solo acoustic theatre tour that we're looking at at the end of the year. Obviously, we're trying to keep booking shows, but also very present to the fact that things can things can change Quite uh, quickly. Very quickly, yeah. You know, it's it's still a crazy time, and and our industry is still quite vulnerable. I think what we're all trying to do is be, you know, positive and keep making plans. It seems that the more intimate shows are the safer shows. Yep. To do, but you know, that said. There's some big, big festivals happening. I mean, Blues Fest getting shut down was a put a lot of fear into a lot of people, I think. I don't think that communicated a very good message, to be honest with you. If there was a redo, I think people may have done things differently with regards to that. There are no do-overs. So, well, we're just um, waiting but, for news on a rescheduled date. I went up to cover it for the tour at Times. And my hubby yeah. just bought, you know, the midlife crisis Harley. We rode for four days and we're half an hour out when we got the news oh that it had cancelled. This kind of thing, what it does is it creates a sense of uh, trepidation and reluctance out in the public and people get scared to buy tickets. So I guess what I'd like to encourage people to do is still in the face of that, still buy tickets and still commit to go and seeing shows because now more than ever, 
we need to uh, to give promoters the confidence that um, you know, traditionally Australians buy tickets late. That's just generally what we do for the most part. For the most part, we buy tickets at the last minute. And that's just what the statistics say. It's you know, the nature that, um, of the beast, and we in Adelaide are the worst offenders. I think we always be buying our tickets to mm. the last minute. So don't mm. do mm. that. Get on the Googleometer, track down your tickets to the fabulous Capretos. Because like, like you say, Jack, now is the time where we need to support our entertainment industry more than ever before. And we need to almost make hay while the sun shines just in case. So at every opportunity, get out, see that live Ooh. music because remember what it was like when we couldn't. Yeah. yeah, and for those people who are doing that, I just want to say thank you as well because it's I, I completely understand. I get why people are um a bit um, nervous. Are reluctant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. No, I wouldn't make anyone wrong for doing that. But I'd say, you know, try and stay positive and um and come and share that experience with us because that's what we're here to do. We're here to take you away from all the garbage <laughs> that's in your life that's going on that you're not happy about. For a couple of hours, come and just listen to some music, watch four guys get up there and have a little bit of a banter. Russell Morris is one of the funniest men I've ever met. I just love that guy. And and, uh, and Daryl is Daryl, who's <laughs> extraordinary, as is Ray. You know, when you hear Ray play, it's like you wonder why you ever started in the first place. It's a great band. We've got Jason Borher playing bass, the wonderful Jackie Barnes playing drums. You know, it's going to be a really fun tour. I'm extremely excited to be out there playing my old mates it's going to be a bloody lot of fun we're extremely excited about watching you Ooh. i went to the bridgeway a couple of weeks ago and saw frankie J and wilbur wild and we're allowed to dance yeah. we built the dance floor and we didn't get off all night so amazing that. Well, yeah. Yeah. get up there and get out there and see the real thing Exactly. You can be fairly confident in buying your tickets because promoters are, if worse comes to worse, promoters are really good at providing refunds or other opportunities. You're never really out of pocket, yeah, are you? Yeah, that's right. It's merely an inconvenience of a, a date or something. You know, just get out there, participate and enjoy some great music. I look forward to seeing you on the 21st. Thanks, Jack. I'll be the blonde dancing like, oh. you know, Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> I look forward to it. It'll be great. It was an absolute pleasure. I look forward to seeing you at the show. See you, mate. Bye. You're with Cheryl Lee, that radio chick. Thank you so much for joining me on the Still Rocking It podcast. Hope to catch you again next time. Get out when you can, support Aussie music, and I'll see you down the front.